Welcome to Rebel Health Radio, bringing the best in alternative and integrative medicine to your ears. Hi everyone, Patricia Warby. You may know me as the founder of Alchemy Therapies, which is a business I run helping people to recover from emotional trauma and also stuck stress in their bodies, which creates all sorts of symptoms. Um, but I'm also an educator and an author. I've written four books. Uh, the most famous one of those is The Scar That Won't Heal. But I'm also very interested in many aspects of modern life, in particular quantum physics, quantum healing. And now I've actually come into a new arena of decentralized finance or cryptocurrency, which I know will maybe not be familiar to many of you. And I just wanted to introduce some of the central tenets of that because it's really fascinating how it ties in really with the world we live in and how people are responding to the challenges of our times. Now we have known that you know the financial world is is becoming more and more unstable and in fact since 2009 and the great banking crisis we saw billions, trillions even, pumped into the economies of the major nations in order to keep it propped up. And this has actually continued throughout the pandemic as well, with masses uh, of, of money being pumped in to kind of keep things ticking over. But it is, it's a very, very unstable system and likely to crash at some point, I think. And so other people, more creative minds, have turned to find an alternative to this centralised system where banks control your money and make profit from your money. Um, and actually, it's shocking how little we actually gain as individuals. I know when um, my mother died recently and I checked her bank account, uh, she'd had one of the most tax efficient savings investments in the UK, which is an individual savings account or an ISA, which doesn't attract tax, and she still only made uh, less than 0.1%. And so closing that account, I was really, I was determined we were going to do something more powerful and positive with the little that she had. Because um, all her life, she, you know, she did her best to save money, and she got very little from it. And I want to do things differently. And I want to investigate what's going on. And, and for the first time looked into the aspects of cryptocurrency and blockchain and, and that's something I've been investigating for the last month or so and what I found out is actually I think very very interesting and exciting and I just wanted to share some of what I found out. Now first of all um, what is cryptocurrency? Well it's, it's a form of digital currency uh, in other words, it doesn't exist as coins or notes. It's simply numbers in a system. And it, it came about actually just after the bank, great banking crisis. And it was developed by a, a, a person or a group called uh, Satoshi Nakamoto. We think it's a pseudonym. Nobody really knows who the, he or they are. Uh, probably it's a computing scientist or a group of computing scientists and they wrote a white paper which is sort of a, a plan it's a it's a process by which you plan to do something uh, a proposal and it contained open source coding for a new concept which was this virtual digital currency which has now been called crypto 
it's called crypto because it's sort of based on the idea of problem solving um, because in order to create a currency or a coin uh, you have to mine the coin by solving an algorithm so it, it's based on cryptography so that's why it's called cryptocurrency um, and huge huge amounts of computing power were needed in order to solve the algorithms to create the coin and the first one was bitcoin and that was the one that satoshi nakamoto kind of configured and uh, set limits for and created the code for and at first it was one of these weird things that nobody knew about unless you were in computing science um, and a few people did get into it very early on perhaps in 2010 2011 but for the average person they didn't really understand it it really only hit the mainstream awareness around 2014 2015 and i remember reading articles on it and still not really understanding it so the timing for me is is because of you know having lost my mom and wanting to do something more creative with with the little money that she had um and finding that there's this whole movement going on underground beneath mainline banking and the main sort of areas of investment that has escaped most people's notice because it's 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 not guaranteed by governments or banking organizations. And so it's very risky. And that's why I think the majority of people have avoided it. But there are a number of people who are successfully trading in cryptocurrency and they are not professional traders. They're people like you and me who happen to be maybe less risk averse than most of us and wanting to play a little with their money and actually making huge amounts and then losing a bit and then making another huge amount and losing a bit because cryptocurrency is actually inherently unstable because it, it basically is based on uh, supply and demand. But there are other avenues which I'm discovering actually seek to make the I don't want to call it an investment as such, because in a way it is and in a way it isn't. Um, but but the sort of uh, engagement with cryptocurrency a little bit more stable. And one of the things that I've discovered is there are various groups around offering schemes that you can join um, to have a repository for your cryptocurrency. Um, there are what's called um, decentralized exchanges uh, probably one of the most famous uh, in the UK is Binance, but there are many others. And, and they sort of allow you to trade your currency from one to another because there are many others. Since Bitcoin, there have been um, many, many other forms of cryptocurrency, all based on this original code, but slightly different and maybe having different characteristics. And you can trade and you, as I say, it's, it's a risky operation, but there are alternatives to that, which I'm now investigating. And the one I'm playing with at the moment, and I really say it is playing because I, I'm not aware of exactly what I'm doing, but I'm having a go, is Hyperfund. And I don't want to go into too much detail what Hyperfund is, but it's a membership organization um, where you can passively invest and you have to convert normal currency, that's termed fiat currency into cryptocurrency and then you kind of invest in the membership program and they give you guaranteed rewards and at the moment it's claimed um, you can earn three times what you invest and I seem to be getting uh, the equivalent of 
$50 a day at the moment, the amount that I've invested, which is astonishing. Um, of course, it isn't in dollars. It's actually in the tokens that the membership program gives me, which I then have to translate, I have to exchange into crypto and then finally into regular currency that my bank account will accept. But there's a whole raft of new technologies all based on this um, decentralized finance that will, I think, eventually allow me to buy things absolutely in crypto and not have to keep transferring back into regular currency. And so uh, it's all based on blockchain technology, which is a decentralized ledger of computers that kind of talk to each other. And every transaction is recorded by every node in the blockchain. Um, it, it's complicated to explain, but it basically takes away the risks of getting something wrong. It, it, once something is added to the blockchain, it's immutable, it can't be changed, it has a, new, a unique identifier. So it takes away the threat of identity theft, um, of fraud, it, it, and it seems to be a whole movement about taking away control of money from centralized financial institutions who have always been in control of money and make more money from that towards individuals who partake of this new technology and buy into it. And that's what I'm doing with Hyperfund at the moment. And I'm learning so much about finance. I'm learning so much about how we kind of operate as individuals and how we've taken so much for granted. And I, I have to say, it's one of the most exciting things I've done in a long, long time. And even if I lose my money, which, you know, could happen because it's not covered by, uh, say, you know, an overseeing body like the Financial Conduct Authority in the UK, uh, it's not covered by that. And, and also it's very frowned upon by banks because they don't want it um, they want to keep control of your money and make more profit from it and so they are very wary and in fact when I tried to take out money to invest in this fund of course I had I had to go through the fraud scheme of my bank even though I'm choosing to invest in it um, and so I was very much warned against but I, I feel that that's probably more to do with the threat it imposes than perhaps the risk involved. So I've met a great many people who I fundamentally feel are informed, um, beautifully aware people who know far more than I do. It's a whole community that I've never engaged with before. It's quite astonishing and it's all happening under the radar. No one is talking about it. In fact, one of the sales lines for, for getting involved is the, the, the latest you know, trend that no, almost no one is talking about. And that seems to be the case. Um, we're, we're simply not hearing much about it. Um, so uh, there's a group of us then who are encouraging each other to invest, to um, actually support the cryptocurrency movement, this decentralized finance. And it's not just about currency. It's going to probably transform insurance. It'll probably transform um, supply chains because anything that involves computers talking to each other and organizing transactions is actually going to benefit from blockchain technology. 
So it's a very exciting new movement. I'm just starting, I'm just beginning, I'm learning all the terminology um, of wallets and exchanges and cryptocurrency, uh, which I hope to be explaining to you as I go through and, and learn more myself. But I just wanted to introduce the concept that something is going on other than the pandemic at the moment, which seeks to maybe democratize the whole process of wealth and abundance. Now, there are some issues. So it's not like anything, it's not all good. Um, mining cryptocurrency uses huge amounts of power because it's not physical mining as in digging something out of the ground, of course. What it is is solving these algorithms and it takes a huge amount of electricity to run the computers to find the coins. Once they're found, they get added to the blockchain and they have a certain amount of value which goes up and down depending on supply and demand, as I've said. But it's actually environmentally quite damaging at the moment. And that's why I think Elon Musk recently said um, they, Tesla was going to stop using Bitcoin because he felt it was environmentally unsupportable. But a few new coins are being developed which run on solar power. I think there's one called SolarCoin. So um, that's one of the issues. I think the other issue is that it's a very masculine approach and um, most of the people in the hyper fund that I'm involved in have started out their men um, being involved because kind of had that technological mindset. They're encouraged to, to be a bit more risky. Um, women, on the other hand, perhaps feel it's, it's beyond them. Um, I don't know, but I've always had the mindset that um, I don't feel limited by my gender and I want to, whatever a man can do, I can do. And so it's kind of not stopped me. But what I'm noticing now is a lot more women are coming on board into cryptocurrency and it's changing, therefore, the whole community. Because, uh, you know, with, as with anything in life, there's a, there's a masculine and a feminine energy. And the more feminine energy is more about collaboration and community and learning from each other and sharing with each other. And that may be a gross oversimplification, I'm sure. And there are many men out there who are uh, into sharing and caring. And there are many women out there who are really awful and very competitive. So I, I appreciate it's, it's a generalization. But when you're involved in a, a community that is vastly imbalanced in any way, I think it's it's better to have balance. And so more women coming in to me feels um, an advance. And I'm certainly picking that up in a lot of the training that I'm doing as more, more and more people are getting involved and more women are beginning to speak up. We're seeing the whole thing develop into a more collaborative environment of what could you do? What could you do with cryptocurrency? Aside from buy 50 cars and, you know, have 30 different properties, you know, that idea of amassing things, commodities is a, is a very unbalanced view of what abundance truly is. Abundance is about it's about having enough for everyone for me and being able to share, you know, abundance is more than about accumulating money. It's a whole mindset. And so I'm very excited to be able to share this information with you and perhaps to develop my understanding as we go through. Um, but please do get in touch if you're interested in anything I'm involved with or you have any questions. As usual, I'm available in the usual channels and I hope you have a wonderful day and week. Um, talk soon. Bye for now.
Okay, hope you enjoyed listening to Rebel Health Radio. Do subscribe and look forward to catching you soon.